Hey, good afternoon. This is Richard Shu, host of Shoe Untied. Today I'm very pleased to have with me my guest, Daniel Mitz, a partner at Jones Day. Daniel, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. Thanks. So, Daniel, uh, I know about you through your uh, very well-esteemed reputation. Why don't you tell me a little bit about how you got into m work or how you got into Silicon Valley and then specifically m work, which is what I think you do. Uh, great. Uh, let me start with a little bit of background here. So I started as a young lawyer in New York. I went to New York University Law School. And then I did. Uh, I spent several years as a, a capital markets lawyer in New York City. Hmm. Uh, and then after about five years in New York... Um, and a, a lot of loud conversation in the office. Uh, I think that's the nice way to say it. Um, I decided that I, I, New York was, uh, I'd had enough in New York and I wanted to take a break. And so some of my friends had moved to Silicon Valley. Uh, this was 1994. And so I decided to come out for a year or two and try it and see what it was like. I love it first sight or how or to take a while to get used to? It, it, you know, it was, I, I felt lucky. I felt honored. I felt like I came into the greatest time that a young lawyer could do. The Silicon Valley was starting to bloom. Companies were being formed and, and taken public and being sold. And it was, it was the boom years of Silicon Valley. So there was so much to do, so many interesting things going on that you couldn't get enough of, of what was happening here. So I felt like it was a great time. And interestingly, too... I came out, I was a capital markets lawyer, and I converted into an M&A lawyer, as you said. Mm -hmm. And that was because in the 90s, most of the company, there wasn't a lot of M&A going on in Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. It was mostly IPOs, investments, and M&A was just starting to boom. And I got lucky, and I got in uh, on the ground floor of this M&A boom that started in the late 90s, working on some fabulous deals like... Um, Netscape AOL and Healthion WebMD and lots of, you know, in, in 2000, I worked on a $15 billion sale from uh, uh, to JDS Uniface, some great stuff. And, and, and technology, you know, the technology change has been uh, unbelievable. Now, is there something specific like M&A that you really like? Is it, do you like the challenge or the pace or is there something, the complexity of it? I mean, is there something about that practice that... You know what I like? I like that it combines the business side and, and the legal side together. Hmm. And you really become more of a counselor when it comes to M&A. And interestingly, I've focused on tech M&A. Hmm. So most of my career in the 23 years I've been in Silicon Valley has been in technology. And again, I had another fortunate opportunity. I got recruited by my biggest client at the time, Sun Microsystems, to come in-house and be at the business on the business mm. side of this, mm. so that gave me some perspective as a lawyer. So as a as a, a young partner um, going into a company to run the business side of an M and A transaction, it gives you perspective into how companies work uh, and also technology. Mm. So Sun was a diverse company, and it, it did uh, software and semiconductors and hardware and storage. And so you you got I learned I, I used to take. Uh, my, the people I work with, I, the uh, the people in the CTO's office is the chief technology officer. I used to take different people out to lunch hmm. and, and say, I'll buy you lunch. You teach me about the technology. <laughs> and it was a great thing. And, uh, you know, you, you, you learn deeper and better into the technology. And it gave me additional skills to be a, a, hmm. a good M&A lawyer. So why did you come back to the law firm? It sounds like you were having a great time there. Well, there's that thing of the bubble when it bursts. <laughs> 
Oh, that then, minor thing. <laughs> yeah, so it was. Uh, I probably, I, I always joke, I think I had the highest price stock options ever granted at oh Sun. And then when I left, you know, I, I, the company, you know, dropped, I mean, a massive amount in the year, a year, year and a half I was there. And, and you know, you... So I had to decide when, because M&A stopped. They hired me to be the M&A lawyer. So I had to decide what I wanted to do, continue to be a business guy mm. or take these skills I learned in-house in the business job in a technology company and do something else. Mm-hmm. And so I had this great opportunity. I, I realized a couple things at Sun. Uh, one, that the world was bigger than Silicon Valley mm. that was actually global. And that I wanted to go to a law firm that had a global platform because there's so much to leverage on that platform. Mm. The second thing is, you know, why I joined Jones Day is it was global. It was um, it was a well-funded startup. I call it. I was the uh, fourth lawyer of uh, to join Jones Day in Northern California. Mm. Today we have 50 in Silicon Valley and about 80 in San Francisco. So it's been a nice growth. And the third thing, which was really important to me which Jones Day at that time had done more M&A deals than any law firm in the world for the four consecutive quarters uh, before I joined. Hmm. So global, lots of M&A shop, and the opportunity to build something. Hmm. So now just to fast forward, for 67 quarters, Jones Day has done more M&A deals than any <laughs> law firm in the world, Wow, which is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, so it's an M and A shop, and it was it was a tremendous amount of fun. We started with you know, like I said, three lawyers and no San Francisco office, and now we're 130 lawyers with two offices, great clients, and a vibrant practice. And I, you know, and so Jones Day gave me this opportunity to go build something, and it's been tremendous. Well, you mentioned a couple of the M and A deals you worked on. Are they sort of the two or three highlights, or what would you say the two or three most exciting deals for whatever reason sort of stand out in your career when you think about it? You know, I'd say the the two, you know, we M&A lawyers, we, we love the big deal. Most of our deals are small deals, right? But we love the big deal. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, working on the uh, Netscape AOL transaction and uh, and I was spent most of the night at, at the other law firm and uh, came back to my hotel in Washington, D.C., beautiful hotel at six in the morning. And I look down and I see the Washington Post there and it says Netscape being sold to AOL. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm working on that deal, but it hasn't been announced yet. <laughs> so I pick up the paper. I don't even go into my room. I walk back to the conference room and everything was happening. And I guess like two days later, we announced the deal. So that was really interesting. Hmm. The other thing, which was, you know, another deal, a big deal again, we, we sold uh, linear technologies this year to analog devices, about a $15 billion deal. Hmm. And why is that neat? Because it was, it was, we're part of the consolidation in the semiconductor industry. Mm-hmm. And so prior to that, I had worked on KLA, uh, LAM KLA and Atmel uh, being sold to uh, Microchip and, and, um, work, and, and uh, Intersil uh, being sold to Renaissance. So we were part of this convergence and this, uh, this, the boom in the last two years in a big way in the semiconductor consolidation. I think as a firm, we might have done, been involved in on the buy side or sell side almost half of the big deals. And, you know, it feels great to be part of that. Like mm-hmm. we're part of the ecosystem here in Silicon Valley. So even though you've obviously enjoyed very much being an outside lawyer, working on these deals, did you ever think that you might go back in-house even after, I mean, after the, you know, I realized you went during a bad time, but did you ever think about going back in, into a company yeah, to be on the business yeah, side? Yeah, absolutely you think about it. But, you know, when I, when I take it, you know, what, what uh, I love the change. I love doing deals. And, uh, 
And, you know, since I've been at Jones Day, you know, I've got to do a lot of international. I travel quite a bit. It's really interesting, right? There's a spice of life in doing cross-border M&A transactions. It's great to know your know technology and understand how these technology businesses work and what's important to them. So I like, I like the opportunity to work with multiple different clients, although my favorite clients are the clients that I work on multiple deals with and get to build a relationship with. Mm. So, yeah, I've thought about it, but I think, you know, my I'm suited to the uh, this transactional lifestyle and, and, and being an outside counsel. What kind of advice do you give to younger lawyers who are interested in becoming, you know, M&A or getting into this legal profession? What, what kind of advice do you give them? This is a relationship business. You know, I learned from my first day here in Silicon Valley. I remember I came to New, from New York and what people did was... They worked every deal like it was their last deal almost, mm. and they negotiated every provision, even if a provision didn't matter. And that's the thing that I've learned the most about being in a business job. Like, I really try to get a sense of what matters and what doesn't matter. When you're a company, you get that, and I try to bring it to this job. Like, what matters? What are the points that matters? Where's the risk here? Where's the opportunity? What's, what's going to make, and what, where does your reputation stand in your, and just how you want to be perceived in the business world? So you learn a lot. So my first deal, I worked really hard. I had this lawyer on the other side, and I think I won 98% of the points. Mm. I worked so hard. <laughs> and he didn't like me very much <laughs> when it was over. And it was it's kind of the New York-style lawyering. I shouldn't say that, but that's what I learned in the early, you know, early 90s. It's changed. And so, and then what happened? I, I went to said to the partner I'm working with, uh, you know, I'm ready for, you know, another assignment. So I get my another assignment. You know what happened? The same lawyer was on the other the deal, <laughs> but the roles had changed. And instead of taking every pound of flesh out of me, he really taught me something. He said, listen, you know, you don't, those things, you know, he focused on what mattered. Hmm. He was a complete gentleman about, about how we do deal. And I still have the utmost respect for the way he handled himself because, you know, I was this new lawyer to Silicon Valley and, and it's changed. And, and that's, you know, that's one of the good things about Silicon Valley. I mean, I, I like... Uh, you know, you, you, people are very respectful and, and they look, you know, they're focused on the business. I like the, the business side of it. So when I look at young lawyers, it's just, remember, build and foster relationships. The things that you do, people remember what you do. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you know, and relationships, it's not just clients. It's the partners you work with. It's the associates you work with. It's the paralegals you work with. It's the support staff. Mm-hmm. Build good relationships. Those things will be with you, and it will that will help you make be, make you successful. Now, even though you do mostly M and A, did you do you uh, did you ever work with any startups? Do you is that something you didn't really spend much time on? Is that something you also tried to mix fold into your practice? So I do some startup work. I have to say, you know, when we started here, uh, when I started here at Jones Day, I really wanted to make sure that we did two things. You know, we I didn't want to be the Silicon Valley typical firm which focuses on startups and grows them up, and I didn't want to be the typical East Coast firm that comes in and just wants to pick off the high end work. Mm-hmm. So we really focused as an office, as a firm, of let's we want to do both. We want to leverage our sophistication and expertise in M and A to uh, do the high end work, and we also wanted to be part of the venture capital startup company ecosystem here in Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do I do startup work. Other others in our office that do a lot more startup work, um, uh, and gen- but generally, you know, the majority of what I'm doing, the vast majority of these days, is on the M and A side, whereas other people would be on the on the emerging growth 
companies as well. And uh, you know, I like it both. It's it, and it's and it's it's fun to start a company and take it through multiple financings or sell it or take it public. That's great. But it's uh, it it hasn't been my focus over the years. It's been uh, it's just it's it been a smaller part of my practice. Now you've always been a law firm partner. You were in house for a while. Um, do you do you have any other other goals or anything you would like to still do in your in your long career ahead of you, or you feel like you just want to keep doing what you're doing now? You know, so that's another good thing too to to ask. And you know, it's when I recruit uh, and uh, when I recruit, and you know about recruiting, I always tell I always tell people like like what do you, I asked them? I said, do you like where you are now? I said I, I look at them. I say, you know, I've been at Jones Day 16 years now, and I like my job 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, it's work. You can't love it 100% of times. But I really, I really think it's a great place to work. I, it, I, I, like I said, I come in, I get a nice mix of things. I get, I get cross-border work. I get domestic work. I get big deals. I get, lots, I get small deals. I do startup work. It's, a, it's an interesting, it's a great practice, and it's a nice place. And, you know, you know I, I tell people, listen, I, there were three people here, right? Now we have a big office. It is, it's been very supportive and a good place. So I, I, I don't know if I would love working someplace else, you know, you know, for the next 10 years, but, you know, Jones Day has been a terrific uh, place to work, and, uh, and you know, and that's, that's what's kept me here and kept me wanting to try to build stuff, and, you know, I want to keep building it for sure, because that gets me excited as well. Well, Daniel, this has been a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time. If you do end up deciding to do something else, you'll have to come back and tell me about it. Great. Will do. This is Richard Chu and Daniel Mitz. Thanks.